Hello, and welcome to Starseed Transmissions. My name is Michaela, and I'm your host. I have created this podcast to be a place for messages channeled with the intention to raise awareness and heal the collective through radical mindset shifts. If you have been drawn to this space, congratulations. You are operating from a higher level of consciousness. You are a wisdom keeper and an expander. I know that you have infinite avenues to invest your energy. So I first want to express gratitude for you choosing to invest it here with me today. Let's take a deep breath together. And tap in to receive the transmission. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Starseed Transmissions. Um, This first episode is going to be a little introduction. My name is Michaela. I'm going to give you a little background of my story, um, who I am, what I'm doing. So I am 25 years old. I am currently serving the collective as a new age healer and a psychic. Um, I am starting to realize now I've been doing this work for um, oh, two years at least now um, that my, and it began with psychic abilities and I'm just starting to realize that um, my psychic abilities, my intuitive abilities are also healing to the collective, healing to the individual, healing to myself. Um, so I'm going to start with a little backstory um, four years ago, I was a normal 21-year-old girl um, drinking, partying. Um, I was into, you know, spirituality and self-development, and I was actually working with um, a business mentor because I was always about the grind, always about expansion, um, developing, um but I was lacking the deep dive into trauma. Um, I was avoiding the darkness. And I feel like that is summed up by unconscious behavior, unconscious action. Um, and what really woke me up from my lifestyle of unconscious action was the suicide of my best friend, um, my lover. Um, Yeah, we just bought a house and we had been in there uh, probably a little over a month when I went on vacation with my family and I came home we were on our way home and I got a call that he had been found dead um, the day that we were coming home. So obviously a huge shock, a huge tragedy. And what that was really was a breaking open, um, really the breaking point for me 
And obviously it was something that came out of nowhere um, and it seemed completely senseless, um, which, you know, everybody says that about, you know, that kind of sort of situation, but it just seems so random, so like senseless. Um, and it really caused me to question everything that I knew to be true about the world, because up until that point, it was, this is my life. Um, from this point till the day that I die, um, I will build a life with this person. Like this person is my life. Um, and so when that was taken away from me, um, I felt like I had lost everything. I did not know what to do because every single one of my plans um, from that moment till the end of my life involved Brady. So I went through the pits for a while. And I mean like the pits of darkness. I um, really, I saw a therapist because it was like, Within a week after he died, I went and saw somebody because it was like, I can't function. I don't know what to do. I have no idea what to do. I have no idea what to, where to go. I need help. Um, and what is the first thing that you think of is like, okay, I have mental health issues. I obviously have something wrong with me. Where do I go? And I saw a therapist. Um, and I continued doing that for just a short amount of time. They ended up I ended up being diagnosed bipolar because they kind of saw that my mood was up and down. Sometimes I would be okay because, like I said, I had had this um, background in spirituality um, and self-development. So, you know, one moment I would be okay and the next moment I'm in the darkness and I am partic participating in unserving behaviors and I am sitting in my darkness and wallowing in it and really um, not giving myself a good environment to heal and grow in. Um, and I was even put on medication for a little while. I only did that for a few weeks before I just realized that it didn't um, align with me well at all. Um, well, if I'm being honest, I stopped taking the medication just because you couldn't drink on it. And, you know, I didn't really want to take medicine in the first place. <laughs> but drinking was a good outlet for me at the time. I thought, you know, I'm putting quotations around good. So I, I gave up on that. Um, and throughout my journey, and I'm bringing this all up just to bring awareness to the fact that... Um, I have experienced pain. Um, I have chosen unconscious behaviors. I have chosen unserving behaviors. I have chosen um, outlets to run away from my feelings, um, to numb my feelings out. Um, yeah, I was just operating at a very low frequency for a very long time. Um, and I did that for a little over a year, I think, because um, around that year mark, I just realized that I just could not live like this anymore. Like, I, I, 
I desired healing. Like I desired, I found meaning um, and purpose in brief glimpses. Um, but then the darkness would always come back. And so about a year into my like pitfall, I mean, like hike through darkness, it was just a continual journey with my eyes closed. It felt like, um, I just decided that I needed to do something different. I needed to break out. Like I, I, I had to change. So I ended up coming across a spiritual retreat in Bali hosted by Taylor Simpson. And it was completely out of my price range. I want to point out the fact that I was a pharmacy technician um, with Walmart. And I had now had a household to maintain um, with one less income. So I was struggling to say the least. And I knew that this retreat in Bali, Indonesia, was just completely out of my price range. But when I saw that, something in me was like, I, I've got to be there. And I remember the moment I was sitting in the Zaxby's parking lot and my sister was driving and I'm sitting there telling her about this retreat and how magical it seems. And she said, Michaela, you know that you cannot afford that. And I just felt something in me. Like, I just remember like looking up at the sky, like looking up and thinking like, I feel like I can't afford not to. So I figured it out. And I went to the retreat. And I went there with the intention to heal from the loss of Brady. And it is so crazy because after the like just a couple days there, it's like I came here for one thing. And the doors that open like the parts of me that were revealed were just like so much more than that. It really gave me an opportunity through like guided practice with a mentor, you know, with Taylor to take a look at my behaviors, my emotions, um, my trauma, and see how my experiences in life, my trauma could be the reason for the actions that I take now. I was really taught self-reflection. I was taught to question myself um, and my basis for action in my life. And I left Bali and I said, I am going to practice loving everyone unconditionally. Because after spending, I think it was seven or 10 days, um, digging through my hurt, my trauma, it really gave me a sort of compassion and understanding for others because I see where I have acted in, you know, what others would deem as undesirable ways because of my experiences in the past, because of limiting beliefs that I held onto. And I couldn't help but think that others are most likely doing the same thing. And I want to emphasize the fact that I decided this was going to be a 
practice. Um, it was not going to be something that I stepped around out of the gate and I was perfect at. I was still a pharmacy technician at Walmart Pharmacy. So imagine Walmart, the energy that you feel when you go into Walmart, okay? And I am the person administering drugs. So people are coming up to me at the pharmacy, you know, asking for drugs. So just imagine um, the energy that I was brought every single day. So it was truly a practice. I was in the right place at the right time. Um, And don't get me wrong, I struggled through that period in my life. But I was in the perfect place to practice loving others unconditionally. And I mean every single person. And I've noticed, because now it is second nature to me, to love others unconditionally and to walk with that. And I saw that through the loving of others unconditionally, and I didn't have to really do anything different, but just approach them with a different energy. Um, It really made others feel seen, heard, safe because where alternatively um, when they came to the pharmacy they could have been met with somebody who was a little disgruntled somebody who wasn't happy with their job somebody that was overworked and they were met with that energy and they're and you know people that are coming into the pharmacy they're coming into the pharmacy why because maybe they're sick um maybe they're in a tough spot because their medicine is so expensive. Maybe they're in a tough spot because they don't have any insurance or they have a medication that their insurance is not willing to pay for. And that's frustrating. And instead of them walking up to somebody who is disgruntled, somebody who is frustrated, somebody who's overworked, somebody who has no control over their emotions, so they projected to the people in front of them, they were approaching me who had made the decision to love every single person unconditionally. So I would immediately approach them with love, um, make them feel seen, make them feel heard. And hopefully they left at a higher frequency than they did when they came to me. And for the longest time, I really resented my job at Walmart. And I felt like I hated having to show up there every single day. Like it physically hurt me to know that my schedule was made out three weeks in advance and I worked nine hours a day and that was going to be my life. And there was no leeway in that. I mean, once you're scheduled, you were expected to be there and there is no, um, not really any, unless, you know, you want to call out and experience that, um, inadequacy like almost like if I do this then you know I'm gonna be less than of an employee and the work so I really resented my job for the longest time at Walmart um so I had to make the decision that I was going to be happy no matter where I was 
So I've already decided that I was going to walk in unconditional love and I was going to show that to others every single day at work. Um, But then like my job was also just so frustrating and just the fact that like this was my guaranteed reality for the next three weeks and I felt like there was no getting out of it because how was I going to pay for my house? How was I going to you know, pay my bills. How was going to have any money? Like I, and at this point, you know, I was a pharmacy technician. I have, I have no education. I went, I was, went to the early college, um, at my local community college. I was taking college classes in high school. Um, but school never really clicked with me. Um, like I said, I, it just, even that painfully hurt that like, this was my life. Like I had to be there every single day, Monday through Friday. And I've just always been, um, a soul that desired a freedom lifestyle. So I had no education and my mom had gotten me this job in the Walmart pharmacy where they trained me to be a technician. Um, I became a lead technician. So I felt this was the limiting belief that I had, that I could not leave this job and make the money that I made here. So I was pretty much just stuck here um, until some act of divine intervention came through, maybe. I I felt stuck. I felt so stuck. Um, And so I made the decision. So I've realized that the more that I resisted my job, the more resistance that I had towards my job. I hate my job. I hate being here. Um, This is taking away my freedom. This is this, that, and the third. The more that I was really repelling an alternate reality where I was free, where I was doing something different, where I acquired financial abundance by doing something that I love, I was pushing that away by focusing so much on the fact that Walmart was keeping me trapped. So then... I decided that I was going to remain happy at work and nothing was going to take me out of that bliss state. So, you know, I was that person every day showing up with like my iced lemon water, my fresh smoothie. Um, I did my yogas this morning. I meditated. So ain't nobody taking me off my high horse today. Um, but of course it would only be like a matter of hours before like something would trigger me. I'd be running around that pharmacy, just something would happen. Um, and really what I would do, I'm not kidding. I would go into like the cart corral where all the carts are. I would step out of the pharmacy, go into the cart corral and just scream. I had to get it out. Take a deep breath. I also got quite a few, um, strange looks from, you know, random people that just so happened to be passing through at the time. Um, but that's what I had to do to release that emotion. Take a few deep breaths, come back. And that was a practice. So I did that for a couple months. Like, I mean, I committed to that. Like, I will be happy. Walmart will not take my happiness. I will be happy. And that's when I was checking my email at work one day. And I saw that because of COVID, you could withdraw your 401k funds with no penalty. And this had been going on. So this was um, September of 2020. So this had been going on since the beginning of 2020. Like they had set this, um, you know, exemption in place since the beginning of 2020. And so I read that and I'm like, oh, I wonder how much I have in my 401k. And I checked the amount and I did the math and I'm like, 
oh, I feel like that could last me like six months, you know? I feel like that could last me about six months. And, you know, if nothing in my life changes in six months, I'll just come back to work and I'll just take six months off and come right back on it. But hopefully, you know, I can make some changes. Like I can do things differently. Because at this time I was doing um, readings on Instagram. So I had found my place, um, my psychic abilities through a connection with another psychic. So um, I had booked a session with Riley June in an effort to connect with Brady, um, my lover that had passed on. Um, And at this point, it was after I'd left Bali, so it had been so long since, um, I don't want to say so long since Brady had died, but I had just done so much work around the situation that I was like, you know what, if this reading, you know, works out and I get to hear from him, perfect. If not, you know, I tried. So I booked a session with Riley. She is such, if you know, if you know who Riley June is, she is such an absolutely like powerful, like amazing um, medium, teacher, um, wisdom keeper. I mean, just the the reading was just so powerful, like so magical. And after that, I sat there for a second and I said, okay, I feel his energy. Like I felt that that was real. Um, if this woman in another country over a Zoom call can connect with him, like have me feel that, have me um, receive these messages, I know that I could connect to my partner on the other side, myself. So I decided to make that my practice. And I studied with Riley actually um, in an oracle reading class. And um, I think even like an intuition coaching program. Um, So I can really attribute like a lot of my finding my intuitive abilities, my psychic abilities to my interactions with Riley and learning from her. But at this point in my Walmart career, like I had been offering readings to the collective on my Instagram um, and loved doing that, but I could not see how, you know, one-on-one like readings like that could take me out of my place at Walmart. But I decided that if I could quit my job for six months, if I could cash in my 401k, quit my job for six months and just focus on that work, focus on my connection. Um, I felt like I could really do something. I felt like I could really do something with that. So I cash in my 401k. I actually move out of my house. Um, I start renting my house out and I pretty much just travel all over. Um, I had gone to Mexico, Arizona, um, Ohio, I think, Missouri. It was just, I was just traveling all over, just Florida, experiencing life, um, diving deep into my spirituality practices, into my work, and 
I never looked back. I was called to certify myself in golden light healing. Um, I began offering healings on my Instagram. Um, And yeah, so I left Walmart, I think September or October of 2020. It is October of 2021 now. That is beautiful that I'm recording this podcast at this time because now I'm going to reflect on the, you know, what I've done in that time. So I, wow, I have begun writing a book on how I went from loss to unconditional love to expansion. Um, I have worked as a psychic at um, events for the public. I am creating this podcast for intentional messages to raise the consciousness of the planet. And I have manifested a divine partner. I called him in intentionally. And together we have created um, a home, a homestead. Uh, We are renting a trailer on my grandpa's property. And so I'm, I'm back. I'm with all my family. Um, I am raising chickens. I'm gardening. I am serving the collective through my writing, through my healings, through my readings. And if you would have told me four years ago that I would no longer work, you know, a nine to five job, Um, that I would feel comfortable in myself to speak my truth on multiple platforms, um, that I would find a partner that truly sees me for who I am and appreciates that and has created, I attribute like a lot of this building of our homestead, like of our lifestyle of this life to um, Austin and his drive and his work ethic and what he sets his mind on. He puts all of his like magical masculine energy into. Um, He completely remodeled this trailer. He has provided such a strong, safe structure for me to be like my magical, feminine, creative self in. He has created this structure for me to just absolutely go crazy in bliss, in joy, in creation. Um, And it is so beautiful because my creation is impacting the collective for the better. Um, It's healing. It's motivational. And... I feel like the more that we reflect back on 
our journey and what we've done. The more we can truly see the value in the place that we're at now. So I want to end this by expressing gratitude for you choosing to tap in in the space with me today. Um, That was a brief introduction of me, my story, what I'm doing now, what I've been doing. Um, You can find me on Instagram at yourstarseedoracle. Um, I share a lot of quick downloads and... Um, updates on my writing there as well. Thank you so much for joining me. Have an amazing day.